1: Yes. We're on Twitter. What? We're on Facebook. What's a Facebook? We're on Instagram. (laughs) And we are on the www. But guess what else we're on? What? We're on
0: YouTube. Oh. (laughs) YouTube.
1: That's right. We have our own channel. Yes, there you can find our episodes, some trailers, and a whole lot more we're cooking up. And we have a very, very special opportunity for you.
0: That's right. If you subscribe at YouTube, our channel there, yes. this month of July, you will be entered to win a custom watching plan from Why Watch That. If you win, yeah, we'll tell you, hey, here's some things for you, just you, to check out. We will curate that thing for you.
1: Why watch that? We're kind of nice over here, aren't
0: we? We sure are. So, if you're interested in that, and heck, you should be on the YouTube anyway. The YouTube. See, I was saying like, (laughs)
1: not just a YouTube. (laughs) Be on the
0: YouTube anyway at our channel. Why watch that? Subscribe in July, and maybe you'll know what to watch from here forth. Ooh.
1: So why watch that TV talk? Oh, listeners, if you could only hear what happens behind the scenes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. I feel like fall has officially started, which, by the way, it has. It has. Well, <laughs> and not because it was September 22nd or whatever the date is. It's because... Starbucks has the pumpkin latte.
0: Oh my goodness. So it's to- too warm outside for that.
1: Oh, well, you know, here in LA, it dropped way down to a good 75 and people oh. are out in Oh, it's a scandal. It's they're out in ugg boots and <laughs> beanies. Oh, oh, my
0: goodness. Down
1: jackets. I mean, it's a freezing out here. As as you guys know, I am not from LA, nor did I grow up here. But listen, I really do feel like, do you remember that anticipation that you had as a kid knowing that the next season of ALF was happening? In
0: <laughs> hey, or, Willie.
1: Or whoever. It's just that time again where we some of our favorite shows have returned. But before we get into some of our favorite shows, we now have some potential favorites maybe. Because we are going to be talking all about series premieres. Yes, these are the new shows. And some of them are spawning from a very familiar place, whereas others are completely fresh and new. We're all over the place. We are in, you know, Netflix all the way to ABCs. But let's start with this Prodigal Son, which is on Fox. Now, very familiar cast, or at least one of the cast members, uh, Michael Shannon. No, not Michael Shannon. Michael Sheen. He plays someone you don't want to be alone with. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically Silence of the Lambs yeah. meet, uh, meets a lot of things. Yeah. It, it's a new show. The following. The following, <laughs> yes. Silence of the Lambs meets the following, meets that weird show that was on netflix with josh groban and tony dance <laughs> <Where did> that-
0: <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> where did that come from <laughs>
1: old, a big melting pot michael shannon or i keep saying that michael sheen who is not michael shannon michael sheen is tony blair from what show was that <laughs> he played tony blair
0: oh yeah in, in those movies uh-huh yes yeah yeah mm-hmm. who
1: knows what they are but um <laughs> he, he usually plays a decent bloke right he's usually the good guy he's usually pretty you know you, the, the queen, queen. Yes, there we go the queen that's right
0: the special yes. relationship and the deal
1: and the de- he plays he plays from tony blair a lot um <laughs> but this time he is not playing tony blair i don't care mm-hmm. what side of political aspects you're on this is not your tony blair in fact you're going to tell us a little bit about this unusual michael sheen that we're seeing
0: um well it really centers around his son that's the prodigal son right right and his son is played by a walking dead vet jesus in the walking dead Mm. here he is um and his name is malcolm bright he changed his name after his father was found to be a serial killer Oh, 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 oh. Now, his mama is played by Bellamy Young, who was in Scandal, the first lady.
1: Yes, she was.
0: <laughs> and they're wealthy, you know, so they changed their names, they changed identities. But how has this affected Malcolm? Well, at the moment, at the beginning of the show, we see that Malcolm is an FBI profiler. Mm-hmm. Okay. He knows all about the serial killers. He gets right. into their minds. You know, right. it's like NBC's Hannibal right that kind well, of thing it
1: meets a lot of things
0: mm-hmm. so we've come to find out early on in the episode he gets fired i won't tell you how but then his skills are needed elsewhere mm. and he has someone who has really been a surrogate father to him played by lou diamond phillips and he's an oh, nypd yeah. lieutenant
1: of course he is
0: so he hires him as a consultant to help them out now, you know consultants don't really get along with the cops and all no, of that of kind of stuff. Of course not. Of course not. But one of the main things is Malcolm has to eventually go see his father for help. Oh. Because dear. this new serial killer seems to be a copycat. mm And so we see how all of this stuff goes on. It's just like Hannibal, just like the following in certain ways. All, you know, whatever you want to call it. I will say this. um, I was interested, especially in Michael Sheen, who is having a ball. Of course he is. Now, this is a pilot. Looking at Tom Payne as Malcolm... I don't think he's found the character yet. It's just one episode, but I wasn't really feeling it all the way. However, Mm. I like this kind of show, so I will be seeing the next one if you like these kinds of shows. And it can be absolutely ridiculous, which I think is a good thing, because if you're going to not be so good, be ridiculous. (laughs) <laughs> so they do that. You you can't even believe some of this stuff. It's just like, oh, come on, y'all. Y'all have gone too far. But they're doing something here. And that is all I ask. So we'll see how things progress from there.
1: Excellent. Well, let's move on to Bluff City Law. Mm. What? Mm. On NBC. Now, I don't know much about this at all. You watch the pilot. Now, remember, just to remind our listeners, pilots can be a little rough. So, at why watch that, we always say try for two, if not three. So, are you returning with Bluff City long?
0: Well, you know, I will just say that for the shows on our list, I will make it to a second episode. Great. Or I have. So, <laughs> we don't know if I'll go beyond that. So for Bluff City Law, we have Jimmy Smith. He plays a civil rights attorney, and he's estranged from his daughter, um, who's played by Caitlin McGee. So he, of course, wants her back in the fold, because she's a lawyer, too. They used to work together. But he's the kind of guy who's level-headed. He can be calm within a crisis, and she's ready to go for the jugular instead. Mm. So she is now working for corporations. She's oh. working against the little guy. But something happens that, of course, puts her back into her father's law firm. How is that going to play out, of course? What's the friction? And how are all of the other lawyers in the the firm going to react? Because they were there when she was there before, and it didn't end well. Now, they have this case with this family, the father, they don't have a lot of money, but the father is dying. He wants to ensure that his family has enough money after he's dead. So they're suing a certain company, of course, to get that money. Now, is the daughter, Sydney, that's her name, is she going to be able to pull what she's learned from working for the other side back Ah. into our father's law firm or not? And then how is this going to play out with all of the other characters? So here's the thing there was a show that also premiered that's a legal show on CBS called All Rise. I will not be reviewing that. Okay. Because 10 minutes in, they jumped the shark. It was ridiculous. Oh. So in comparison to that, Love City Law is... It seems like people are being serious here, at least. (laughs) Was it the best thing in the world? No, but they didn't jump the shark in the first courtroom scene. I'll give them that much. Plus, you have Jimmy Schmitz. I want to see what he's going to do. I'll give them another episode. If you like legal procedurals and you want a new one, why not check this out? It's very familiar stuff, but it's not terrible.
1: Well, and we also trust Jimmy Schmitz in the courtroom Especially since he was, you know, one of the stars of L.A. Law way back in the day. Ooh, um, wow. Yeah, I pulled that one out. Moving on to, we both got a chance to see ABC's new spinoff. This is the second spinoff Blackish has had. We have Blackish, Grownish. Now we have Mixedish, and this comes to us um, from again Kenya, of course, uh, but also Tracy Ellis Ross. Is one of the creators along with someone else i believe the three of them and it's her story this is rainbow has always played second fiddle to to dre's ridiculousness and his growing up and his story and his perspective we got a little bit we've met all of rainbow's family we have um, but now it's back when she it's 85 and it's back when she's a tiny little one 12 years old uh, leaving the compound going into the real world so Go ahead and give us that plot, um, which you know seemed very familiar. It wasn't anything new.
0: No. Um, so, l- like you said, we see Bo as a kid. They, they, like you said, are kicked out of the commune. They have to go back into the real world. They love the commune. Yeah. They okay. Do. No race. But, <laughs> yeah. N- no race. None of that. You know, it was all kumbaya mm. until they got kicked out. Uh oh. Okay. And that scene,
1: by the way, was hilarious.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, what happens is they have to move into a home. You know, that's how the real world works. And luckily for them, Papa Paul, played by Mark Paul Gosler. That's Zach from Saved by the Bell. Mm -hmm. His Papa, played by Gary Cole, who's just the perfect choice, (laughs) has this home. His vacation home. He's like, yeah, you can stay here. But don't you worry. I will lord this over you, okay? You hippies, (laughs) y'all are nuts. I'ma go work so you can live here and while you are growing your food in the back, I'm at my job supporting you, okay? How about that? (laughs) Now, this is not going to work. I mean, they can't just grow their food and wait to eat. They're going to (laughs) starve. So, the mama, played by Tika Sumter, she is a lawyer by training. She has to go back to work. And in the midst of all of this, we have Bo, who is we do have the narration again, the standard for this uh, for the Blackish shows, and this time is Tracy Ellis Ross doing it, but playing her at this young age is Erica Himmel, and she has two other siblings. We know yes. we've seen the brother. There's also a sister, and how is all of this going to work? How are they going to fit in at school? Oh, when they're wearing their burlap sacks. Okay. What are they gonna do? And the three kids don't have the same kind of reactions. So what we're gonna see throughout the show, obviously, is the clash of cultures. And especially for Bo, what is she gonna learn that turns her into the woman that we know today?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um here's the thing. Yeah, they set up the premise, all of that's there. We get all of the characters in this first episode. However, they forgot that this is a comedy.
1: Mm -hmm. yeah
0: this is a comedy where are the laughs I couldn't find any now I hope they find them in the next episode to come otherwise why is this here now I understand they want to tell this uh, different kind of story with the mixed dish got it okay okay but what does that mean? We do have hints of it, but I think there's a lot of pieces here. Ref the commune stuff. It's mixed. Yeah. We've got rainbow. We got the father, yeah. the grandfather. We yeah. got the mother. Who? How does she fit? It's just a lot going on, and they forgot the laughs.
1: Yeah, that's a good. Um, I have like ten seconds. The 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 parents that we met in Blackish are funny. It's, it's Beau Bridges and um, a comedian, a woman who's an actual comedian. And by the way, she's super light-skinned and somehow I don't
0: know what happened. Um, Anna <laughs> DeVere Smith, right, yeah. I
1: <laughs> I'm like, oh, that,
0: that was waiting for you to say it's like,
1: why would y'all cast that way? Nothing wrong with that, but I mean, at least go the other way, I don't know. But they're funny and it was very, it's amusing. Uh, um, David Diggs. Uh, you have Rashid, uh, so, sorry, um, uh, what's her name? Quincy Jones' daughter.
0: Um, oh, Rashida Jones.
1: Rashida Jones. Those are the adult versions of everyone. And if you're going to have them be the adults, then it should be funny. And guess what? Bo on Blackish is funny. This narration, I felt a lot of preaching. So yeah. we'll have to see episode two. Um, how this goes, I will hang in there because I trust Kenya. Um, because, uh, to me, is started off a little, you know, like, oh, okay, what is this? And it really is into, it's something wonderful. ABC has agreed to give it a season. So let's see what happens.
0: Hmm.
1: Moving on. Well, actually let's stay at ABC. Uh, Emergence, which I see everywhere, all these posters of this little girl with her eyes a different color and this like officer or whoever's woman clinging on to her Mm. what is she protecting what is she hiding what is you know uh, they're saying oh it's the next loss ah all right let's see
0: Mm. well you know some have likened it to uh, stranger things okay uh so we have allison tolman she plays joe evans she's a police chief Uh, she's just gotten a divorce from her husband, who's played by Donald Faison.
1: Yay! I know that guy.
0: (laughs) And, again, she, she's a, she's divorced, but she has a a daughter. Okay? She has a daughter. She's got to take care of her. The daughter is now, you know, staying with the papa on certain days, staying with the mama and all this stuff. Okay. So what happens is a plane crash.
1: She don't look mixed-ish, but Okay. (laughs)
0: so a plane crash happens and during this all the electricity went out Mm. what's going on she goes to the scene she's in charge but where are the survivors where is all of this stuff like what's going on so they have debris but we have people Mm. but there is one little girl who's Mm -hmm. hiding behind a little sand dune Uh that she finds and at first you think is this child mute she doesn't say anything but Allison Tolman sees something on her shirt and that's the hook she convinces the girl to come to her and the girl seems to take an instant liking to her Hmm. but who is this girl what's her name she doesn't remember anything oh dear she does remember English though (laughs) (laughs) but she doesn't remember her name her parents are where she lives where she came from if she was on the plane she doesn't know anything except for english now of course they try to search for the parents some people show up as parents Mm -hmm. right so it looks like hey you know joe you gotta give up the kid does that happen Mm -mm. what's really going on because terry o'quinn's character richard kindred
1: Oh, Lord, it He's is lost.
0: Got, yeah, well, <laughs> he has a company, let's say, and there's some mysterious things going on. And these mysterious things surround this little girl. By the way, Clancy Brown is also in the cast as Allison Tolman's father. <clears throat> Let me tell you this. If you are looking for loss, that kind of thing... Um, it's closer to that than Stranger Things. I understand the comparison because there's this little girl with maybe powers. Crash. And just, and you know, and then a police chief takes her in. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I get it. That's not quite the feel I got. I understand lost comparison. Is this the most creative series in the world? No, but I will say this for it. The cast. I was fine watching Allison Tolman. She is so interesting. She, she. If you've seen Good Girls, she's the one who blackmails the Good Girls. If you've seen Fargo, the TV show, she was a chief in that. Mm. And she has a nice, grounded, weird presence. It's almost like uh, she could be sisters with Merritt Weaver. Oh, okay. So, All right. That's Alison Tolman. You have Clancy Brown, Donald Faison, and and Alison together. It's very interesting. So I was just interested in watching the cast, and they were enough in the pilot for me to watch the next episode. So if you're interested in this kind of thing, check it out. I mean, don't go in with high hopes. If you have, you know, if you have the right outlook, I think it might be okay. We'll see.
1: All right. The unicorn on CBS, we're switching gears, uh, switching networks uh is there cbs you know they have so many reoccurring shows that they sometimes don't have room for new ones now cbs (laughs) access is very different but you the unicorn you got a chance to see that
0: yeah um so this the unicorn is a man and it's a particular kind of man it's a widowed man Who has two daughters, who hasn't dated since his wife died, who is a great guy, who basically has only been with his wife romantically. This is a unicorn. This is a man that all women are looking for. And he doesn't even know it. So this unicorn's name, character's name, is Wade. He's played by Walton Goggins, who is a, I mean, that's a hilarious choice. This man was the villain in Justified and was brilliant. So to see him playing this kind of guy, and he was in uh, that previous show from uh, Old Boy Who Did, The Righteous Gemstones. Just, okay. So they casted him. He's a very interesting actor. And he has uh, two sets of friends, two married couples who want to help him out and it's interesting because uh two of these friends are from ballers i'm like okay who cast this anyway so what they do is say hey dude you need to get out there again let's set you up on these dating apps let's get this ball rolling this is what the women are looking for you don't even know that the women who are around you while you are being the referee at your children's uh you know soccer games they are falling all over themselves trying to get your attention wake up buddy So the thing is, what happens when he does wake up? What happens when he does start dating? Is he going to be comfortable dating? Is he ready for dating? What about his two girls whom he dotes all over? I mean, but the thing is, it's been a year since his wife died, and he's still eating food that people gave to them from a funeral time. So it's that kind of thing. So that's the premise. Um, What I'll say is... I think it's kind of an interesting premise, actually. I I do want to see what they're going to do with it. This kind of guy in today's dating scene, how is that going to work? And they do have a good cast here. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I'm going to trust them a little while longer. Uh, The pilot wasn't bad. I, I was entertained in spots. And that's actually saying something. So we'll see if they can continue that or not.
1: Right. And how long can they, how long can he be a unicorn? Dear God. Exactly. Uh, Perfect Harmony on NBC, going to another network. The billboards of this all over the place. I, what? <laughs> I don't know what this is. I just know it looks ridiculous. I just know he's... And I think it says, like, they They need a him, or they need him. Like, it's this choir, and the most unlikely choir director. I don't know what's going on here. Please enlighten well, us.
0: <laughs> I mean, this is like... Um Sister Act? Sister Act. Yeah, it's like Sister Act or something and some other things that have we have seen. So Bradley Whitford plays Dr. Yes, Bradley Whitford (laughs) plays Dr. Arthur Cochran. And at the beginning of the pilot, he's sitting in his car. He's ready to say goodbye. Yes. So what happened to put him in that state? And he cries out to God and says, essentially, I won't do the deed if you send me a sign and what he hears is this choir singing in the church that he's parked outside of Mm-mm-mm. is that the sign well he hears this and goes what in the world is that <laughs> <laughs> what he you you expect him to go oh there's my sign. now he's going who is singing that's terrible <laughs> So he gets out of the car, goes into the church, and just starts taking over. They didn't invite him. (laughs) And who in the world is he to tell them how to sing? (laughs) Well, he's a doctor of music, my friends. Oh, dear. And he was employed by one of the best universities in the world. Oh, was employed. Okay, gotcha. So he comes in, and of course, there's this assorted cast of people. It's like, you know what else it's like, ref? Community? Oh, Shits Creek. Shits Creek. (laughs) It's just like that. You know, fish out of water, he comes in. He was the rule with all the bumpkins, supposedly. But of course, the bumpkins aren't really bumpkins. Maybe you're the bumpkin. Mm. Now, this is in Kentucky. Why is this man in Kentucky? You'll find out if you watch the show. He ain't happy about it. So what happens is eventually convinces them to let him lead them because this choir has never won the choir competition and they've always <laughs> lost to a local church. So it's this big local <laughs> church and they have always won. So he wants to whip them into shape quickly before the next competition so they can win. Well, does that work? Random. Yes. And I mean, this cast has Anna Camp in it and and other people that you know by sight. So I'll put it this way. I mean, I was watching this ref and I was going, you know, we have Bradley Whitford playing yeah, like a Scrooge actor. type. Yeah. yeah, a Scrooge type. Okay, I can watch this for a little while longer and see where they're going with it. It's better than I thought it was going to be. When I saw the commercials, I was like, oh boy, why? How did they get these people in this? But it's, you know, it's kind of like a shit's If We'll have to see if it gets that good. I don't know about that. Um, But there you go. That's perfect harmony. So, I mean, and they do start singing. And when they started singing, it it just went on too long for me. And I was like, okay, fast forward. But it's up to you, listeners, to determine whether, hey, is this my kind of show? If you like NBC comedies, why not check it out?
1: Let's leave the series premieres with The Politician. Mm -hmm. Aha. Now, Ryan Murphy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Yeah. Ryan Murphy, the one who has a, uh, a a deal with Netflix. So this is the first Uh-oh. of many. Yeah. Um, actually, he was one of the first to have um, mm-hmm. a deal with, with Netflix. So he's a little, you know, we're going to start to see his stuff roll out. This is going to, uh, first of all, Netflix has already said yes to season two. Straight out of the box. So, okay. Now, yep. this is going to, somehow evolve each season's gonna depict some sort of political aspirations of race with this particular lead character that you're gonna tell us about and it starts off with him running for student body president (laughs) (laughs) but the cast oh you'll get to that
0: yeah um so the show centers around peyton hobart and he wants to be president
1: of the United States.
0: Yes. He has prepared his whole life for that. How is he prepared? He studied every president. He's read all the uh, autobiographies and biographies and everything else he can find. And he has tracked the commonalities. And he wants to make sure that he has all of these characteristics. But he's in high school. (laughs) Okay. Okay. And he was adopted by a wealthy family. Now, Peyton is played by Ben Platt, who's a Tony Award winner uh, for Dear Evan Hansen. Mm-hmm. And his mama is Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Uh, the father is Bob Balaban. What a weird combination.
1: Whoa. Gwyneth
0: Paltrow is married to Bob Balaban. That's a great Yes. I love Bob Balaban. Uh, if you know the Christopher Guest movies, you've seen Bob Balaban. Now, what are those? A Mighty Wind and Waiting for Guffman, that kind of stuff.
1: He wears little glasses.
0: Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> and he's very and prim- proper at all times. So, they're married. They actually have biological sons, two twin sons who are bullying Peyton. Oh. But Peyton is a strong guy and he has a team of friends including a girlfriend who they're all in for the cause for him to win the student body president (laughs) race but one of his frenemies decides to run against him how dare he dare he and the two of them have some history I won't tell you exactly what that means so Peyton goes to him and goes if you continue with this I will out your secrets ooh Well, this guy is kind of like, eh, whatever. (laughs) Okay. So they're in the race against each other. And the first debate they have, Peyton mm, is surprised by his opponent. His opponent is personable. People are being drawn in by his story. He knows how to say all the right things. It's amazing. This can't stand. So Peyton decides to get a running mate. This This is high school student body president. What? So nice to get a running mate. And the key is, think about the moment we're in. Yeah. You've got to get the right compliment. Who does he pull from? So this is, of course, as you said, from Ryan Murphy, you know he's going to represent every group possible. Yeah. Everybody's represented. So who does he pull? I won't tell you. But I will tell you this. The person he wants on his ticket has a grandma. And the grandma is played by Jessica Lange. Oh, she will all
1: Ryan anywhere.
0: (laughs) Let me tell you something. She and her granddaughter, it looks like they're running a scheme because the granddaughter claims that she has cancer. Does she? Is that fraud? Is this like the act? You're right. Right. Is that where we are? So this show is like the act. It has elements of clueless in it. You can think of it that way, and and many, many, many more. I mean, uh, Election, that movie, Mm -hmm. comes to mind. This has so much in it. It's just like, okay, where are we even going from scene to scene? Okay. So now that I'm talking about that, let me say this. I appreciate the energy of this. It is a Ryan Murphy production. Ryan Murphy always goes for it. For me... The politician, I just don't care. And that's fine because it's close to a satire kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, is it going to be as smart and funny as election, for instance? It wasn't into the second episode, and I had to stop it there. I mean, it looks great. Jessica Lang, of course, is of course. always ready, and she is completely ridiculous. And those were my favorite parts. In the early going, uh, Ben playing Peyton, he didn't seem settled. He seemed rushed. It was I thought, is Shauna Ryan somewhere going? You better speed up my lines. I mean, that's what it seemed like. But then he did find more of a groove as it as it wore on. So I mean, if you are a Ryan Murphy fan, if you like watch all of his stuff, I would say definitely check this out. If not, I don't know. You'll know, I'll I'll say this, you'll know whether it's for you very early on.
1: Mm. Gosh, do we like Ryan Murphy more at FX than Netflix? Well, we'll have to see. Mm. We'll have to see um, for that. Now, that is what we have for you all for the series premieres. Now, (laughs) this is a potpourri. We've got a lot of different things that you can choose from, but we ain't finished because there are more 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 TV shows to review, please stay tuned. We've got uh, season premieres and a finale and a series finale coming up. So you can just go ahead and check out that episode.
0: Thanks for listening.